Hi everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of To Whom It May Concerns Hood Professionals where we talk it out to work it out. As always, I'm your hostess AP and we're here with a topic that is hot right now. We're coming off the debacle that is the Oscars and by now everyone knows or have heard or has viewed multiple stories the conspiracy theory theories are out the conspiracy theorists are are pumping out their information and everyone is picking a side and i am referring to the infamous will smith slap the the new slap that was heard around the world. I mean, literally you had, um, Asian markets. I mean, the videos were out immediately with them giving their, um, interpretation literally in the background. It's, 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 it was a sad day for all the black excellence that went into producing this particular show. And I believe trying to, um, revitalize or revigorate, um, the Oscars from what they have become. And it's just like this very, very boring, very blase type of award ceremony that not most, that not a lot of people were tuning in. And I guess this now gives people a reason to want to tune into the Oscars. But, um, I feel like this is a topic that has a lot to do with mental health. And remember, this is the thing that I was talking about before about we have to be able to check ourselves before we get to a point of where we explode on people, right? Because there is a quote by someone, and I think it's by, is it, I think his name is like, oh God, Rob, Tim something. Tim Rebo or something like that. I'm so sorry that I can't think of it. But if you go to the blogcast, if you like that, if you go to the blogcast over on www.tohomeitmayconcernhoodpros.wordpress.com, you will see that particular blog post about two weeks ago, two weeks or a week ago, by the time you hear this, go back and look at that and the quote is there but the quote says no matter how you feel you are still responsible for how you for how you act and it's so very true and it's shitty but it's real because even if you are justified in behaving in a certain way it could it could leave such a lasting impression that that's the only thing that you remember for out of all of the many beautiful faceted things about you that one moment where you lost control is now your representative and it's and again it is very shitty that it has to be that way but to whom much is given much is much is required and so in those moments we have to like I, I hate people like oh well you had to think about something before you come back and say something to me yeah mf i gotta process things For, forgive me for wanting to be someone who rationally thinks through her thoughts and emotions before she just reacts and in my and in my past i have and i can see where it has hurt relationships both professionally and personally and now as i get older number one i want to 
refrain from putting myself in situations where I even have to quiet rage very quickly. And I also want to be um, disciplined enough in my emotions and in my feelings and being able to recognize where is it coming from? Is 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 what this person is projecting into the atmosphere and I happen to be here? Is this really about me or is this really about them? Have I really done something to them in this moment to offend them? Or is this just something like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes people are triggered and it has absolutely nothing to do with you and it has absolutely everything to do with them coming to a point where they've reached their threshold and it's like now I will say Chris Rock was very um not me because I don't see somebody putting their hands on me and I, I, I don't respond in the same manner but then again that's because and, and that way I feel like he had the right to because you were provoked in this case I do feel like Will Smith could have handled that situation completely different I don't agree with him physically assaulting Chris Rock. I mean, that's just all it is to it. And that's just my taking. Everyone can feel how they want to feel. I'm fortunate enough for me. I have this podcast to be able to <laughs> share my thoughts and opinions and concerns. Right? Okay. So that's what I'm doing. Um, So I definitely wanted to just have a quick conversation on that to tie into once again mental health making sure that we're checking in with ourselves we're checking in with one another we're checking in with our friends we're checking in with our co-workers especially those co-workers that you are cool enough with where y'all have that rapport I think it's healthy to check in with them and just to ask them hey is there anything that I can do is there anything that I've done um do you feel like I am mishandling communication with you do you feel like I am mishandling you in a way where you may not necessarily appreciate it like is there something that I can do to make your experience with me better I can't necessarily control our supervisor our director or or even necessarily the environment of the workplace but what can I do as far as you and my's interaction and our engagement to make sure that we stay on the same page and that you feel like this is a safe space so that even if it's in the rest of this office, it feels really crappy and just unwelcoming that I can be a bright spot in your work day. And I think it is important. And I have checked in with my, with my coworker to say, Hey, X, Y, and Z, like, do you have it? Do you take issue with anything when it comes to you and I? And I really want him to feel like, you know, that he can be open and honest about those things because it's important. And even if he never comes to me, I still have no problem with him. They're like, hey, I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. I feel like this when you do that or when you don't do that type of thing. And remember, being assertive. It's not a negative thing. Being assertive really is just about being honest and open enough to have a conversation. And I feel like sometimes being direct with people, a lot of people can't take that because they're used to people hiding things with a smile. I kind of, the visual I get of it is when people want to feed their dog medicine, they take the pill and like put it inside of a a food or something like that or mix it in with their food that's not me 
because when I really have something to say and I really want the message to get through, I'm not sugarcoating. I'm not hiding. I'm now that's not to say that I'm being disrespectful or insensitive or inconsiderate. It means to say that I am confident in and in, 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 in honest enough to come to you and say this is the current issue at hand or concern that I have and I just want to know how can we work through it and then hopefully that person cares enough to want to rectify the situation or bring clarity to the situation because sometimes we can be thinking one thing and it's totally not that and that person just isn't aware of how they may be coming off or they may, they may very well be aware of how they coming off. They just don't give a damn. And then to that, I tell you, now you know how to govern yourself. Either way, now you know how to move. And I think that's also important for us. Even if a person doesn't give us the answer that we're looking for, we we still we still in turn find the answer because now we know how to govern ourselves. Because if, if if you're moving around with snakes, then you know you got to keep your, your your grass cut. And I say to say this: CYA, cover your ass. You need to document the things that you do, document the places that you go, document the work that you execute, document the, the, whatever new ideas or whatever that you bring to the table document that that it was you who did that how you did it when you did it why you did it conversations that you have with people document it because you know who you who you are dealing with and working with so you so while you are still in place until you make your exit (laughs) you need to be documented and Tabitha Brown said something very profound on the Terrell I hope I'm saying his name right. Terrell Grice show. And she was saying that we spend too much time in dead end spaces when it comes to jobs and that we, we tend to wait until we almost died on that job before we start thinking about, okay, let me make the exit strategy. And a lot of y'all understand that. And again, this is still tying into our mental health and how we're viewing things and our interactions with others at work that she's saying that we wait until almost our death at that job. And, and, and you know that death is like when you are burnt TF out, you're tired, you're aggravated more than anything. You spend most of your time when you're not at work complaining to your loved ones about your job. And you're overworked, you're underappreciated, you're undervalued, and yet you're there because for whatever reason you've been there so long that you that you've become con- conditioned. But Tabitha Brown was saying that you need to get in a mindset that when you're in a place that you know that that's not where you're supposed to be at and you know that's not you, don't get comfortable there. Don't take anything into your office that makes it seem like you plan on being there for a long time. So pictures, anything personal, anything that that would readily identify you, don't place those things into that into that space always be fully prepared that when the opportunity comes for you to dot that dough that you're able to do so that if anything all you have to do is leave that that id card and that key fob to get into the building and go on about your merry little way and i think that's that is also important for our mental health um me personally to be candid and to be Um, transparent with you all I have decided to take up therapy 
uh, I think is something that would be very important because I am someone who grew up, I have an older sibling, but there are, there are some years in between us. But I grew up a lot of my time as a child in my young adulthood, even now, alone. I spend a lot of time alone, so I'm in my head a lot. And although a lot of people are like, oh, you're very sociable, this and the other, I know how to be sociable, but I'm also a type of person that when I've reached my limit of being social, I don't care where I'm at, who's around, I'm shutting down and I'm getting the hell on and I'm chucking the deuces. I could be two-stepping, having the greatest time of my life and it's over with and it's time for me to go. And for me, um, there are some things that I have taken issue with with myself and with my interactions with people, both professionally and personally, that I would like to get to the root of those things and really try to just like work my way out of it in a way that is not detrimental to to relationships where I feel any type of resentment or any type of negative feeling towards anyone because we're all conditioned to be a certain way growing up. I mean, it's just, it, it is just what it is. It's, it's about how we're raised. We're not raising ourselves. I mean, the majority of us aren't. We are, we are taking on characteristics and ideals and ideologies of, of what we are around. And some people are very successful in being able to just like cut the umbilical cord of childhood traditions. And then you have people like me who are so busy analyzing like well well, what does that mean (laughs) because if my foundation is built off of this and I am stepping off of this foundation onto something that I cannot see and feel and it feels shaky and it don't feel like Jesus (laughs) what's going on so then there's a lot of there's a lot of prayer then there's a lot of thinking there's a lot of talking so I figure why not pay that copay and God is good because that copay is low. Thank you for the insurance. <laughs> it does come in handy at times. And I feel like this is one of those times. And I got a lot of encouragement from that. Just like from people on my social media who post these things. And that's why I say it is so important. Again, the things that we take in, you have to be aware of the things that you're taking in reading, listening to, talking about, thinking about, because they, again, just like when we were younger and who raised us, we're conditioned to those things. Now that we're old enough to be responsible for ourselves, we have to, we are conditioning ourselves. So we have to properly feed ourselves the, the, the nourishment that is needed so that we can be who we, who we want to show up as. And I personally want to show up as a healthy, whole, healed, happy, extremely. Happiness is so important to me. Y'all, I can't stress it enough. If To be churchy, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't express how important it is for me to be happy. I want to be a happy black woman. More, more so than being a, a, a strong black woman. I do not like that narrative. And I know I'm probably going on a different tangent, but just... Follow me. Walk with me. Hold my hand with gloves on. I don't, you know what? Don't hold my hand. Just walk with me. Six feet. So more so than that, that narrative, I, I want that narrative to go away for Black women because I feel like we are not given the space to be fragile, to be soft, to be um, 
weak. And when I say weak, not in a in a um, derogatory way, but to be weak as in we require strength of others to be uplift, to be encouraged, to be motivated, to be loved upon, to be gentle. You get what I'm saying? To be a, a adored and, a, and desired and adorned and not desired in a fetish type of way because y'all be getting that twisted. So I want that ideal happiness for myself that I know that I can create. And for me, therapy is just an additional tool set that I can use to do that. And that is something that I will advocate for anyone. And I mean, and if you're interested, I'll definitely give you updates on how therapy is going. I have yet to have my first session because, honey, I scheduled an appointment and they changed it on your girl. And then they asked me to reschedule. Then I scheduled one. Then they came back around and gave me another time. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are we getting off to a bumpy start? Because I'm already starting to feel some type of way. We haven't even said two words to each other. So that's just that on that. But again, coming back to the point with mental health, I really just want you to protect yours. And I, I, I want you to take steps and I want you to gather resources and I want you to take tools to realize that we are, we have been conditioned to certain things. And if you've been successful and unlearning some things that made absolutely no goddamn sense in, in your in your life, because your life is not your parents' life. Mm, come on, somebody, because I'm preaching. I'm talking to somebody besides myself. If you've been successful in being able to uncondition yourself from certain things, kudos and bravo to you. And I'm not being sarcastic. I'm saying, baby, I'm trying to get like you. But we have to take take notice we have to take a role of where we are and where we're trying to be and maybe what are some things lying in our path that we need to uproot because stepping over it ain't doing it enough because it's still there and 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 it's growing and it has a tendency to latch on to us when we're trying to step into this new lifestyle and because we are rooted in I don't know, approval from others, it it prevents us from fully thriving and just living unapologetically us, you, me. So I definitely want you to check your mental health so that you're not a Will Smith and you're not getting your ass up walking up on, on, on people who are doing their job and smacking the shit out of them. Because at some point, we got to be able to have adult conversations to say, hey, what you did was effed up. I didn't like it. And I appreciate it if you never allowed it to happen again. And I would also like, I would like an apology. Not only for me, but if there is someone else that you feel like was wronged or hurt in that, they deserve an apology as well. And I feel like that's going to be our better way to be able to to gain sincerity and and, and to build logic and, and and to build relationships with others if only we would be brave enough to be assertive and that is to be honest and that is to be kind enough to be honest do you know how kind you have to be to be honest to, to somebody it's so easy for people to lie 
which line is so nasty and 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 inconsiderate and rude and unbelievably hurtful. But to be honest, it's such a kind gesture because you value that person's quality of life enough to let them know the real so that they can in turn make the decision that they need to make for themselves. Protect your mental health. Check in with your mental health. Check in on the mental health of those around you and to see what can you do to strengthen the engagement between you and that person or those persons. I thank you so much as always for tuning in to the podcast and being a value listener. Again, I don't take it lightly because you don't have to listen to your girl, but you do. And I appreciate you. And I just want you to know that as we grow, it's going to get better and better and better. Until next time, take care, bring awareness, and be who you needed when you were at your worst. Until next time, peace.